This episode is sponsored by Nero. Do you ever constantly feel like you're falling behind and can never catch up and the stress and anxiety are taking over? Are you used to being productive and efficient, but lately you've been feeling sluggish and unable to stay focused for more than a few minutes at a time? Looking for an alternate choice to cut back on those energy drinks and giant cups of coffee? Then we've got the choice for you. Try Neuro. Neuro is a brand of gum and mints used to energize, calm, and focus whenever you need it. Neuro was developed by former athletes training at the highest level who didn't want to take mysterious supplements or energy drinks when studying, training, or going out. Instead of something sugary and ineffective, they wanted to create clean, balanced energy that could be taken anywhere, anytime. With thoughtfully curated ingredients and endless lab testing, means that you can reach the right state of mind safely and consistently. Get that clean burst of energy and focus without the effects of coffee or energy drinks. It's a smart way to fuel body and mind. Stay in the zone, avoid the jitters, and crashing. Our listeners will get an automatic discount of up to 20% off on any gum or mint products using our link, tryneurogum.com slash potential. That's try. N-E-U-R-O gum dot com slash potential. Once again, that's trynerogum.com slash potential. Order now. Get that clean burst of energy and focus. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow member of the Anxiety Tribe, Taylor Sokol. I don't know. We're going to go with that today. Uh, We're reviewing the new Ari Aster film, Bo is Afraid. This is a surrealist black comedy, somewhat dramatic film. And uh, this was interesting to see the trailers for because Joaquin Phoenix starring in this film where clearly he has uh, extreme anxiety and is afraid of everything. And this is going to be taken to a Kafka-esque kind of Oedipus Rex, huge odyssey kind of situation where he's going through a whole situation of things, and we don't know what's real and what's not. And even the premise from the trailer looked interesting because, you know, Ari Aster famously had Hereditary, which did very well for him, got him really noted. Midsummer was his next movie. Some people liked it, some people didn't. Um, but clearly, he he his kind of this new, you know, just like we like with um, what's his face who did his, uh who's the guy who did a the sequel to The Shining. Oh, uh, Mike Flanagan. So just like Mike Flanagan, Ari Aster has become one of these new notable names in horror. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, with his vision and the way he directs. And so this was like, well, this apparently is a film he did a short film of, and he's finally getting to do, like, this was like the movie he's always meant to make. So buckle up, folks. Taylor, what is a brief synopsis of Bo is Afraid? So Joaquin Phoenix is starring as a title character, Bo Wasserman. He's a mild-mannered but paranoid-ridden man who 
embarks on this surreal odyssey of sorts to get home to his mother. He's supposed to visit his mother on the anniversary of his father's death. And through all these obstacles, he is trying to get there while confronting uh, his greatest fears uh, as he's, you know, uh, one obstacle the next. So, yeah, Chris, you see this trailer. I was like, OK, first of all, we got Goodbye Stranger, <laughs> which is uh, was a really great like kind of feeling of this is going to be just a kind of a very crazy, very angst ridden, anxiety filled film. And already looking at kind of an impressive cast. You know, we got Patty Lapone, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Amy Ryan, Nathan Lane, who actually this is their second appearance um, in a, uh, with, you know, being on Only Murders in the Building. So and um, Parker Posey. So we, we had quite a few people um, there and seeing the trailer gave me this feeling. I think I'm really going to enjoy this. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be nuts. There's a lot more of these surreal moments where it kind of was he's kind of going through a Van Gogh-esque kind of backdrop. Uh, so yeah, so Chris and I both saw this in theaters uh, separately, and I got to tell you, if you go into this film looking at through um, somewhat sane or kind of very objective, uh, unobjective lens, you're gonna be a little like, what is going on? Uh, first of all, the film clocks at what over three hours. It's three um, hours long. Yes, which that's a long movie period, and if you're not gonna have stuff filling it that's going to keep you like occupied the whole time i i think what worked so well with this movie was the first hour i agree the first hour is great this is where you, you see in the trailer there's that one moment in the trailer where he's like running across the street to go get a water bottle <laughs> yes uh, they do all this stuff where he has this really beaten up apartment it's not a great neighborhood and there's actually a lot of good stuff that I love about Ari Aster's work in this with the first hour that like sets up like they set up almost like an alternate future of our America where like there's just some like this would be one to rewatch just to like look around at the background. There's all this graffiti art that's kind of like funny to look at. There's like signs, there's store names, there's just things that are like funny to look at. And they really build the anxiety for you, the audience member with the first hour, he'll answer a phone call. And like, you see the stress on his face, trying to talk to someone. He's like, wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't do this. You know, no one believes him about anything. And his uh, therapist tells him, you know, he has this medicine and it's like, always take it with water. And this one scene where like, he has no water left in his apartment. The water has been turned off. And he's like, well, crap, I got to get across the street to the to the store to get a water bottle. But there's all these crazy people out. And you really feel the stress and anxiety. And I thought it was building well blocks to be like, okay, this is going to be the whole film. But then, yeah, chapter two, if you will, is he's with Nathan Lane and Amy Ryan. And it starts to slow down so much. Like at a screeching halt almost. And it was there was some creepy stuff too, because then it got to like, a little bit of that suburban life with the creepiness of yes. like the, the daughter that's depressed and 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 then we yeah we eventually get into the whole forest section which is a long probably 40 minute section of the movie where yeah it's very surrealist and very almost theatrical where he's walking through sets and things are changing and this is where like the story really starts to grow into a way of like well, how are things possible and we start to play too with like his youth. You know, he walking Venus gets to play 
I think in total he plays about three or four different versions of himself. Yeah. But then there is a uh, Ar- Armin Nahapichin, I'm probably butchering that, uh, plays him as a teen. And so we start to see these building blocks of what his relationship was with his mother, period, and why there is a strain on the relationship. And I even liked there was a question at the beginning that the therapist says is like, do you ever imagine her dead? He's like, what are you talking about? Of course not. And he's like, it's okay to have these thoughts and also the thought that we never want that to happen. But I think that's a big part of this piece is like, he's been so strained by his mother for so long. Nothing he does is right. And because his father has been absent his entire life, is there is that, you know, when it's a single son and a, and a mother relationship, he's like doomed to not be able to like let her go. And there's been so many things that he's not able to do with his life because he's in fear of doing them. Yeah. Like he hasn't, he has fostered relationships and nothing. So it's like anything, pretty much he's afraid of anything about living life. And that's why his like kind of life is literally and figuratively in shambles. And so I I liked that viewpoint of the movie. But then, yeah, there's these long, drawn-out dialogue scenes, and it just gets into some really theatrical stuff and some weird stuff. And then from there, it kind of goes off the rafters and goes into... And I will say, when, when Pat of the Pwn shows up in the movie, it really picks up again. She yes. is fantastic in this role as the mom. Um, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Parker Posey had a very interesting scene. But then there's this thing where I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I'm I'm like a little lost. I'm confused. And I think that's the point. I think the point is that you are not supposed to know what is real and what is not. Everything's meant to be in his head. And it's it's almost to the point where the, I think Ariaster wants you, there's not supposed to be an answer. You know, you could look at the last hour of this movie and be like, is this actually what happens? Or is this all made up? I mean, there's some things that are clearly not possible. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, realistically. Um, and I think three hours is a long time to expect you to stay along for this ride. I think if people are really into this type of film, they'll love it. But I was left like when the when the when the written and directed by Ari Aster credit started rolling, I literally turned to my friend who I saw with and was like what the actual f like i was just like that's it that's how this movie ends it's just it's yeah it's it's a weird one it's definitely but you know it's like one where it's like i'm glad i saw it i don't think i'll ever watch it again it's yeah it's definitely one of those in its entirety you know i don't know Mm -hmm. yeah and like we said it is i feel what would have made this film more impactful is to keep to not ease on the to to not ease on the brakes and keep it going full throttle. Um, you know, a couple of moments where even when there's the, not the craziness of, you know, he's, whether he's just running across the street to get a bottle of water or the adding to the quiet creepy moments when he's at the suburban house. But I feel like there could have been a good hour taken out of this film and it would have maybe served the purpose a little bit better. Um, because I, I do think you have to go into this film with the ideas that don't try to make sense of everything. And that is the point of it. But to keep me engaged, I think cutting out an hour or at least 45 minutes would have maybe done the trick to accomplish that a little bit better. But 
I will say, you know, I do love that there were some interesting cameos. Uh, Blink and you'll miss them. Some cameos and also some good humor, too. There was moments to laugh. Like, there is some funny things. And again, I think some of the, the background dressing is fun. But Nathan Lane was fun to watch in this. And uh, yeah, I think it, there's enough in entertainment and enjoyment, even if it's at the uh, expense of some really weird stuff. And I think that's the point. I think that's what Ari was going for. But I do wonder if next for him, he would kind of go back to more of a traditional horror. Uh, because yes, there are some horrific moments in this, but I wouldn't really classify this as a horror film by any means. Uh, at least not the way I view horror. Um, psychological, sure. But I wouldn't say horror. So, you know, for the whole thing, I mean, again, he does. It's well shot. The acting is really superb. And... The story is compelling. It's just, you know, it's a long run time. And for that and some weird stuff that I just didn't really, didn't sink in my head, I'm going to give this, it's going to be like a 7 out of 10. Yeah, same here. But you, uh, now it is limited release, but you can go check out Bo is Afraid in theaters and uh, check out the ride for yourselves. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to the Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.